their own money, their own structure. They lived with soccer since they were born. Right. It's the first generation of true soccer fans. Until now, yeah. it was somebody that was baseball, but started to liking soccer. Right. Football and, and fell in love with this, with this right. world, whatever. But people that were born with soccer from the, yeah. you know, and, 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 and now. So it's the first time that we have that generation in the U.S. Yeah. And, and that's, again, I think that, that you know, cherry of the cake is going to be the 26 World Cup. Yeah, it makes me... Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Sporting World Podcast. Today, I'm here with Roberto Silva. And Roberto, first of all, thanks thanks for taking the time. How's, how's everything going? Oh, good. Uh, weather is, is hot here in Texas, uh, <laughs> so I can't... Uh, I, I can't complain about that. I just had a good um, morning tennis game with some uh, some friends, so it's 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 a good way to start the the day with you know some sport and then talking about sports. So right, uh, right. Like a great way to start. Perfect day already. That's it. That's it. That's it. Looking <laughs> good. I can't, I can't imagine though. I mean, like I don't know what kind of temperature are you getting in Texas? Uh, Man, uh, well, we're talking about you know. Uh, we had last week, we had 109 degrees uh, Fahrenheit, which is about 44, 45 Celsius. Yeah. So it's it's been hot. So we, we end up playing tennis at 6.15 in the morning. We were there before the sun is up. <laughs> we're just waiting for the sun to go right. up and then we'll start playing. Otherwise, it's impossible. Yeah, you kind of have to though, right? I mean, like just just to don't be, be be sitting there or working out in the heat, you know? It's, that's it. That's <laughs> it. That's too it. Much. But it's too hot. It's too hot. Even at 6, 6 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. But no, I can't, I can't imagine. I mean, like we, we had like some really hot temperatures in in, in Portugal and like in in Europe now these these, these weeks as well. I'm I'm sure you're aware, but. Like I, I mean, like I'm, I'm in Norwegian, so like I'm used to kind of like a summer temperature of like 20 to 25. So yeah. here, here the other week, you know, I had 38, that I was like, whoa, this is <laughs> too much. <you> know? <laughs> so you know, it, it is what it is. But we're not here to talk about the weather. We're here to talk about your experience and and all the cool stuff that you've been doing and are doing in the sport industry. And and for those of you that are tuning in, you know, make sure to like the video and subscribe as well, so you get you know great tips and insights every week from leaders like Roberto. So Roberto, I wanted to kind of like start off the conversation a little bit with, we can kind of like talk a little about how your journey in the sport industry began. Just, just talk a little bit like how it all started, how your passion of, of sports came to life. Yeah, well, uh, I gotta be careful because if I tell everything that I did on the details, I, it's gonna take two or three hours on the podcast. So I'll try to, I'll try to summarize as, as, right. as best as possible. But, no, trying to do the long story short, I always been passionate about sport, uh, you know, especially soccer, but sports yeah. overall, right? Uh, um, I'm from Brazil, so that that helps a little bit with this this soccer experience. Yeah, and I always wanted to work with soccer, even when I I was I was growing up. I had I was involved with the clubs that I was I was close by and and all of those things, but ended up going to the finance market. I did I graduated in economics, started in the finance mark yeah. market. And, and life brought me back to sports when I became uh, the sports, um, no, the, the um, finance person for the marketing department of Telecom Italia Mobile in Brazil. Right? Uh, so, yeah. and they had a ton of investments in sports and in right. soccer. And, and because I took care of budget, I took care of the, of the contracts and all of that, it didn't take long for me to be 
the marketing, you know, um, director, sports marketing director for Sam in, in South South of Brazil. Right. And since then, I've been I've been involved in soccer for for a long period of time. I ended up doing an MBA in sports management in Barcelona. Uh, I worked with some of the major clubs in Brazil, some of the major agencies, um, you know, agencies like uh, Traffic Sports. I, I did job jo events with the Global TV uh, events agency in, in, right. in Brazil. Yeah. And I worked with Flamengo, with Fluminense, with Atlético Paranaense and, and, and some other things. And, right. But at some point, uh, I had a green card and I was about to lose the green card. And I, I, I usually say that I was my first decision that I made for my family and not for myself. And yeah. I decided to come to the U.S. Uh, I quit Flamengo right on a, on a year of a World Cup in Brazil. And I left Brazil, came to the U.S., which was a little bit of a crazy thing. Came yeah. to the U.S. to say that I had... My wife, two kids in nine bags. I have a picture in the Austin airport when we landed. Uh, I say that everything I had in 2014, January of 14, was in that in that picture, right? Basically, right. right? So um, a few months after I got here, I became the uh, the right hand for the investor of the amateur team here in Austin, was the Austin Aztecs. Yeah. Uh, later on, became the general manager for the team. Yeah. Um, we lost our stadium in a flood. I ended up going to work with one of the other owners of the team, at right. the Circuit of the Americas, which is the Formula One racetrack here in Austin in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, I was director for private and special events um, with uh, Circuit of the Americas. <laughs> and that went on for a couple of years until we got the rights for the franchise back. And then we built a stadium, put a team together again. Nice. And I was the general manager for the Austin Bold, which was the second uh, second mm -hmm. team that I worked here in the U.S. was a second division team. Right. Um, beginning of the pandemic, uh, no, uh, the owner of the company said, we are sports, uh, we're events company and with no events in the near future, um, there's no company. And, and that's when I left that whole organization between Circuit of the Americas and Austin Bode. Yeah. Um, and partnered with uh, a local journalist here in Austin. And the first the first person that hired me in, in, for the Austin Aztecs, uh, that first owner of the team, and then we created the striker Texas, which is now the striker, the striker soccer news, and and that's been going on since for the last two years and a half. We went live in February of last year, and and, and in short terms, the striker soccer news basically covers uh, local soccer mm. in the U.S. the right. way that soccer is covered anywhere else in the whole world. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's to explain what we do. It's it's a little bit hard to say what, why we're so special to somebody that's from Europe or South America. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's what every media outlet right. does covering soccer, right. but nobody does that in the U.S. And and that's why we decided we we found that uh, there was a, a, a big opportunity. Uh, yeah. The soccer business in the U.S. is this big, but the media coverage is 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 is, is very very small, right? So right. there's an opportunity for us to grow, especially with the World Cup in 26 coming to the, yeah. to the U.S. And yeah. so so that's what we are. So we started with Texas as a a right. test market. And we just started our expansion four weeks, three or four weeks ago to California and two mm -hmm. weeks ago to Atlanta. Right. And hopefully in the next couple of months, we got a little bit more surprises to come for our audience. Awesome. That, that, that's not, first of all, like it's an incredible story and, and, and an impressive way to like summarize everything. <laughs> I, 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 I tried, man. I, I tried. I did, I, 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 I'm like, but, well, 
well, what else am I supposed to ask now? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean, like, let's deal with that a little bit more into the striker here because talk, talk a little bit about, you know, more about, you know, the, the company itself and a little bit about also how it all came to life, you know, and talk a little bit about like why, why and how essentially did, did this all started. Yeah, I think I think it's 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 a cool story because it it adds beliefs and 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 contributions from 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 the different co-founders, right? So right. everything started when um, beginning of the pandemic, first couple of weeks of the pandemic, maybe a little bit more, maybe, maybe first month of the pandemic. Right. I got a call from the local reporter that the person that had been covering soccer in Austin for the last uh, few years for mm -hmm. the, the local newspaper, the Austin American Statesman. Yeah. And so he calls me and said, Roberto, uh, I, can, can we meet? I, I need some advice. I said, okay, let's do that. So he comes to my house, meet, we meet on the backyard, one side of the table, the other one is on the other side. We had no idea what the COVID whole thing was. It was on that moment that was all, all things, but. Right. Um, uh, and on, in the conversation, he says, hey, you know, at that point, uh, Austin FC, which is the local um, MLS team here in Austin, right? Yeah. It was about about to be founded. Uh, they, well, it was already founded. They were going to start their um, uh, play their first season a year a year later. Right. And they he comes to me and says, Roberto, I don't think the mainstream media, the media here in, in Austin, is going to cover Austin FC the way he deserves and the way there's an opportunity to cover. Right. I'm thinking about quitting the the Statesman. Yeah, and and creating something, but I'm I'm a journalist. I don't know how to do how I, I have no idea how to create this. So I'm I'm talking to some people that could somehow you know give me some advice. And I I told him I said, uh, Chris, I'm not gonna give you advice. I'm gonna be your partner, but I got few conditions for that if you want me. Right. Yeah. Now, one is, I think this product that you wanna do is perfect but i don't think we should do this just austin i think we should do all state of texas i think this is a product for the whole state right second i don't think it's just a major league soccer product i think this is something that we should cover the whole pyramid of soccer man woman first second yeah, yeah. division youth college be sure. the destination for soccer yeah right yeah and third i think we have to be a little bit more entertainment mm. not just be that pure journalistic right. thing. We don't get me wrong. We got to be credible. We got to do yeah, the journalistic yeah. in that feature. But let's have fun doing this, right? So right. if you go to right. my social media, our social media account, for example, yeah. uh, it looks like that we're a person. It doesn't look like we're a company, right? Yeah. We we have fun. We make jokes. We make jokes of ourselves, of the reporters. So it's a little bit more right. easygoing. I think yeah. we still can do much better on the entertainment side, sure. and that we have a lot of things planned for that, and we'll, we'll get that. But Chris looked at me and said, hey, Roberto, that's too much, too much money. It's too big. I don't know. It's, it's. I said, Chris, help me out here. Take care. Make sure that we hire the best reporters for soccer in the state of Texas, and I'll take care of the rest. You know, uh, we are going to be as good as the reporters that we have. Yeah. Uh, I usually say that we are an HR company more than we're a media company <laughs> because it's all about the reporters that we have. That's, right. that's how good we are. Right. So... I got hopped in a plane again in the middle of the pandemic. I, I, I'm a, a, a little bit embarrassed to, to say, but I, I flew with a mask 
uh, goggles and and uh, and over man, I was oh. like oh like I, I felt like I was in <laughs> the uh, Windsor thing right uh, the whole thing man, the whole nine yards <laughs> because there was nobody really? knew what was going on right and, and I flew to LA to meet with Rene van der Zanden who's a, a Dutch guy that's been in the U.S. for many many years mm. uh, many decades even um and and I presented the opportunity to him I said hey Rene would you like to be our partner and, and our angel investor in this and it's like, I'm in, but I got two conditions for this. I said, yeah, what what are they? He said, well, first of all, is I think this is a nationwide product. I don't think this is a local product. Uh, and second is uh, I'll help you take this off the ground as as, as, as an angel investor, but you got to be ready to expand beyond Texas and, 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 and find other people to help us take to that next level. And so we opened a seed round a, a few months ago and we're in that process now of, of, of bringing investors in and nice. being able to really expand and, and get to the point where we become this, the, the main soccer news outlet, local right. outlet of the United States by 2026. And, yeah. and we think we can get there. That's awesome. And I mean, like, it's, it's a really cool, cool story. But and I think it's, I mean, like, you talk a bit about the pandemic and like, all, I guess, in a sense, the challenges around that. And, and, and I mean, like, obviously, it, it kind of, you know, you, you said you focus obviously on the credibility, but also on the uh, entertainment side of thing. And, and I wanted to just, um, you know, working with all these reporters, which I say is like a critical part of, you know, uh, the company and the success, of course, talk a bit about how, I guess, the company has adjusted to the content requirements during the pandemic because obviously you know how people are consuming content now obviously changed as well during the pandemic because suddenly people were were sitting at home uh, everyone you know it, it completely yeah. changed like how people consumed and and uh, interacted with with content talk a little bit about like that process and i guess yeah, I, maybe maybe some stuff you learned about that yeah i i i i i would say also uh, i would add something that i think it's important for the process of of creation creating content uh, yeah. uh with the pandemic yeah is that the quality of the production overall came down made it easier for everybody right so so uh as if you think before the pandemic if if somebody was posting like we're doing now a zoom uh, or a, a Google Meet or whatever it is, right? Uh, interview online was something that was felt a little bit like under production, mm. production, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now you got people on CNN or or, or global TV <laughs> yeah. or NBC or whatever doing right. things with, with that, right? So, yeah. so I, I think the the, uh, the it was it was um, how can I say it made it more, much more democratic. The, the generation yeah. of content it made, right. made it easy for people to generate content and and i think right. that's i think an important piece of of, of the process yeah about the change of how to generate content also now and before and after the pandemic we don't know right because we started with the pandemic already, yeah. Brandy, right? yeah. and it was interesting because it was funny here in the us we had a ton of benefits from the government uh to support companies to to keep their employees and we are now investing in a new company, hiring a, a lot of people to work, but we couldn't apply for those because we didn't exist before the pandemic, right? right? So right. it was, it was, it was, it was, was, was an interesting moment. But anyways, um, I, I do believe, like I said, on the, in, in, in the initial presentation that we are as a good, every company is, but I think we are more affected by, affected by that is that we are as good as the reporters are, as the people that we have right and and that's a challenge that we have when we start expanding to new markets yeah. is yeah, yeah, yeah. can we find 
that right person that fits, that communicates, yeah. that 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 understands the soccer fan base, right? And that's yeah. who we are, right? We deliver content mm-hmm. is specific for, for the soccer fan right. uh, that can't find that information anywhere, right? And we, we say that our mission as a company is to, to help develop soccer wherever we are. And we do that by educating people about the sport. If it's for a, 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 a soccer mom, that's going to a game for the first time, or if it's that hardcore soccer fan, if they come to the striker, right. they're going to get all the news. Uh, we have beat writers that are every training session. They are in every game. They know the players, know the structure of the team, right. know the fan base, and they'll know what they want. You know, we we talk a lot to the fan base right. to write to, for them. Not yeah. we write right. not what we want to write. We what we write what they they want to hear, and I think that's right. what makes us. Uh, we have some very interesting numbers. For example, our trial conversion, we have a 30-day free trial. Our trial conversion is beyond 80%. Mm. Our churn is below low, below 2%. Right. right? So, so there is a big challenge that we have. Yeah. Because people have so many subscriptions to have people to subscribe. Yeah. But once they do subscribe, they don't leave because what we're we're delivering something that they can't get anywhere else. Literally, they can't, right? Because if you're talking about Barcelona or Chelsea, or Manu, or Manchester, you know, yeah. Man City, you'll find that content or information everywhere. Right, right, yeah. And and and, 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 and when you're talking about NWSL, MLS, USL Championship, and the local uh, uh, here in the US, uh, and I'm gonna say North America, because we, we, we're putting our foot, our foot a little bit in Canada and a little bit in Mexico, uh, yeah. and, 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 and we wanna, like I said, take over this North America market yep. by 26. Yeah, yep. um, it's it's it, nobody does that. Not not in English. Right. But, but but talk a little bit about the audience, though, right? Because you talk a little bit about like the hardcore fan, but also kind of like the, the 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 soccer mom, right? How do you balance that out in terms of what kind of content do you? produce and like again in a sense the stories right that are going on because that that's that's like on one inch side of the spectrum right there <laughs> that's it yeah I, I think i think one challenge that we found out right yeah well let me get get, get go a little bit back sure our goal uh the way i explain the way we talk to our reporters and to our editors is, yeah. is, is this we have to be the best on what we do whatever level of soccer we're doing we gotta be right. the best right yeah. so we know for a fact nobody does coverage of the Texas teams in right. MLS better than we do or the Dash. I yeah. could today easily say that we have the best coverage of MLS and the NWSL in the whole U.S. And talking about the teams that we have, right? Uh, nobody does what we do. Of course, some people talk in, in, in less in-depth, but more teams, but sure. I'm sorry, we're going to get there. But So we do that with that. We do with MLS. We do pretty good with the USL Championship here. Uh, but we have struggled a little bit with the youth. The youth right. was a challenge for us, right. right? Especially in the U.S. because it is so, it is at the same time that it's so structured. It's not yeah. structured at all. There's so yeah. many leagues, so many teams, so 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 spread across the country yeah. that we struggle to find that right way to cover mm. uh, to cover the youth. Yeah. So um, we are not delivering what we wanted to deliver in that market, the way we wanted when we started, right? So, but we found out that the way to cover that is talking about the people, talking Mm -hmm. about 
those special moments, right? right? So in the beginning, if you go to our the striker Texas, what we did on the beginning, we're trying to cover games on the youth side. Right. We found out it doesn't make sense, right? So th there's some adjustments that we created. So now if there is a, a cool story, for example, that was one of our best stories so far was of a player that was a refugee mm. that did a tryout, was playing for high school, did a tryout for FC Dallas and got you know, into the, into their second team, nice. uh, the USL, uh, yeah. USL two team, one team. So that story we, we went, and then six months later, when he becomes a citizen of the U S we were there at the citizenship, uh, ceremony, you know, nice. celebrating with them and doing a story yeah. about that. Right. So we, yeah. we talk a little bit about those, those, those special stories and mm -hmm. special people more than yeah. we're talking about right. the game itself. But it's all, all you know, all glued together because of of the passion that everybody has for soccer. Right. No, I mean, it makes makes total sense. And I mean, like, I, I think it's important here, though, to obviously, you know, talk a little bit about your 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 background in a sense too, and your 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 vast experience, like in in the soccer world, you know, both both in and outside the, the U.S., Brazil, and in the U.S., obviously. And and if you wanted to kind of like, you know through the experiences that you had over time now and before coming to the u.s and, and starting and being part of the striker like what have been like some key lessons that you brought with you that that you're that you're taking with you now in in the company with, with the striker um uh, i i'm 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 sorry ole can you repeat that I, I i had some some noise here on the back end i had to to can you repeat that no worries um so essentially what i was saying is that like obviously you have vast experience from from the soccer industry you know working with top clubs in brazil and and obviously having lead in different sports organizations in austin like what have been some key lessons about you know the the football industry the soccer industry that that you're bringing with you in your role now at the striker yeah i i i i, I do believe that you know how can i say this first of all i i i think the different industries uh especially in sports they're very connected in so many yeah. so many different ways right so if if, right. if if you have the knowledge on on one you're going to understand the other one sure. of course there are some specifics uh I, I for example i think my my biggest lesson that i had was working in in in, in brazil with right. like like i said some of the biggest clubs and biggest uh, uh agencies and sponsors right you know uh and 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 living in and breathing soccer 24 hours a day i thought i knew it all when i came to the u.s i said oh i'm gonna know more than any every, everybody else right i'm gonna be special there and when you get here you truly end up seeing that yes there's a lot of things that are similar of course we have fifa that overrules everything but yeah you get to a moment where all the leagues are different right, right. It's, it's 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 a whole different thing i you find out that the networking system is a little bit different than you had before, right? Yeah. You, you have to build that whole, whole, whole moment up. So uh, I think the biggest lesson that I, I had moving from Brazil to the U.S., and I tell this to my friends that, that are coming or they're trying to come to the U.S., is don't take for granted the things that you know, because you're going to have to learn a lot. There's a lot. It, it is a different market, yeah. although... There, there are some similarities. So I think that's that was that was that was an important important one. 100%. I think that, that sorry. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, the, the the other thing that I think Ole is 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 what makes I think soccer so special is 
and I know it's it's a cliche already, but it is it is it is the sport of the people, right? And especially when you talk here about the in, in the U.S., uh, where it is so expensive for you to play or to watch, you know, football or NFL or and football and NFL, NBA and 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 Major League Baseball and hockey and all of that. Soccer allows it's it's more democratic and and and, and brings a, a bigger group of of people. But right. an interesting thing, going back to your last question related to this one, is the fact that because the media and the mainstream media doesn't give soccer the coverage that that it deserves in a way, yeah. yeah, it is very interesting that although the community of soccer today is is maybe the majority, I, I, there's some 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 researchers that shows that there's you know. Uh, the, the 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 soccer followers or lovers in the U.S. Right. Are, 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 are are a pretty big chunk of people. Yeah, but we feel that community feels as a minority because they're not. They feel that they're not heard. Right? right. So you have again a great opportunity for the audience because the audience is out there. Yeah. But but the supply for for that content is not necessarily out there. Right. right. And right. and so there is. There's yeah. opportunities for growth, um, uh, especially, like I said, in the next four years with the World Cup in 26 yeah. being here, the, the Olympic Games in 28 in, in, right. in L.A. also. So yeah. there's going to be an exponential growth of this sport overall in the next uh, in the next uh, uh, eight years. Right. And I am sure eight years from now, um, nobody's going to be questioning if what soccer is in the US, I think, I think it's really going to be, uh, uh, um, they have already, we have already made that statement many times that, that yeah. it's already stronger than it looks, but yeah. eight years from now, I don't think anybody's going to be questioning that. Right. But you, you, I'm like, you can even just see that with the recent partnership between, uh, MLS and Apple, right. In terms of like yes. where the industry is going. Right. So you can always kind of see that there's a there's a lot going in there and even when i was studying there like you know in 2015 and 2016 people were talking about like you know mls being one of the fastest growing you know major league uh sports you know like, yeah. from a fan perspective over over time right of like acquiring new fans right that's it and, and there's there's a there's a strong a strong reason and, and an easy one that i use i use this as an argument and usually is 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 helps end those that discussion is saying if you think that the, the, the soccer really was uh, born in the U.S. in 94, yeah. 95, right? Sure. They woke up in 94 and MLS is founded in 95. Yeah. This is the first moment in the history of this country that mm -hmm. you have uh, people that are uh, uh, economic, economic active, that have their own money, their own structure, that lived with soccer since they were born. Right. It's the first generation of true soccer fans until now yeah. it was somebody that was baseball but started to liking soccer right football and and fell in love with this with this right. sport, whatever but people that were born with soccer from the yeah. you know and and and, and now so it's the first time that we have that generation in the u.s yeah. and and that's again i think that that you know cherry of the cake is going to be the 26 world cup yeah it makes make, make, makes total sense and i think like you know we we talk a little about you know I guess the opportunities that are out there. And, and I think that leads me very well to looking a little bit into the future of, of soccer and, and, and content and like, uh, what, what would you say and what would be, you know, some key skills that upcoming, you know, football leaders, 
uh, should focus on kind of, you know, students, young professionals that want to work in, in soccer? Yeah, there is there is a, a, a big challenge uh, in the United States about the sports market overall for yeah. for for you know the the, the work uh, marketplace is the fact that there is a lot of people with quality that works with sports, right? And and you know it's it's different than some other countries where uh, uh, the supply and demand has has a little bit of of, of a loss uh, balance in that. Um, in, in, in here in the U.S., so there's a, there's a lot there's a lot of schools, good schools. There are a lot of good networking events. There, it it, it it is really a mature market, and because of that, you know, right. uh, there's you got to be prepared for the sports market to make less money maybe than the, the your neighbor that that's on 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 the IT market because right. it's 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 there's so, so much. So there's a challenge in that sense, right? But um, I always tell everybody that I work with, you know, make sure that that you have knowledge, make sure that you that you network and network as much as you can. I, I think that's that's the main main part of, 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 of anything and take any opportunity. You know, here in the U.S., a little bit different than South America. I'm, I'm not sure how Europe is, but I think Europe is a little bit like South America, especially for the people that are coming into the market. Yeah. Use the opportunity of volunteering to the teams or to the yeah. clubs or to the events. Right. Uh, and those things are going to give you the experience and going to give you the networking to allow you to, 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 to move forward. Mm -hmm. I hired in the Aztecs and in the Bold yeah. and in Secret of the Americas, many of those people that either came as freelancers to, to participate in some events or just, or just volunteered uh, to yeah. some of the things that we were doing. Yeah. I look at them and say, oh man, this person is good, you know, knowledgeable, fits well to the company let's let's right. bring it into the, to the market so for that newcomer to the market i think trying to participate as much as they can and of course generating experience and, and networking it's 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 a must 100 percent. if you want to give like uh i guess like a final advice before we wrap up to to any student out there looking to break in like what would it be and I think I think I I think I just said, but I, I, I'll add this. I'll, I'll add something. It was a it was a lesson that it took me a while for me to 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 learn over time. Is we take care of products or we worked with taking care of products and doing planning for for products or our lives, right? And yep. and sometimes we forget that we are a product ourselves, right? And we have to be selling that product to someone. So, but at the same time, make sure that that product has a good plan yeah. you know that you know who's the buyer for that for that product you know and don't be too generic you find out that that buyer well, who's my buyer or my buyer is nike or my buyer is manchester united or my if that mm. is focus on that put a plan in place to be there and, and start you no know, working with that and i'm sure you, you're gonna achieve those 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 goals if you if you do that if you if you really deal as as, as, as a product Absolutely. Well, with that, Roberto, I would like to thank you, you know, so much for taking the time and for sharing your tips and insights with, with everyone here. And for those of you, you know, that have been all the way at the end, you know, make sure to subscribe and join the Sporting Global community as well. So you can start networking, get some tips and insights and find some good programs and of course, job opportunities to get Get your foot in the door and it's free to sign up so make sure to check that out and uh lastly roberto i have a little I have a little challenge for you that we always do at the sporting global podcast and so i okay. have to teach, i have to teach you a little bit of norwegian 
before we wrap up here. Okay. Oh, that's, 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 I'm not that good with languages. So let's see what we can do. <laughs> All right. So with every video we do, we always finish with the snuckes, which means see you later in Norwegian. So that's what you have to say. All right. Viz, viz nuskek. Viz nuskes. Viz nuks. There you go. Good job. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Roberto. Sounds good. Great. Thank you, Ole. Thank you, everybody. And 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 uh, same as, as as you guys. Follow us on social media, the Striker News, uh, on, on 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 Twitter, and you know, check us out. I think we got some some cool stuff, uh, uh, some cool English covered of of soccer of the sport. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much, Roberto, and we'll talk very soon. See you. Bye bye.